The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, episode 37. Janet West Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. All right, here we go. We are about to try to make a connection. All we got to do is bust out of here, commandeer the ship, and fly on home. Indeed. say that a lot. I know that this could be dangerous, but this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home. It's about getting us to where we're going. Hi, I'm Jack Barazzini, and you're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, where you talk about the hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargate movies, TV series, and more. And joining me today are Father Corey Stika. Hi, Father. Hey, Jack. <laughs> and Lisa Jones. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Jack. And Victor Lambs. Hey, Victor. Hi, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I even tried to get the hijack uh, just the way Victor uh, does it. Was, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. I think you really nailed Victor this time. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, amazing. It's got, got some uh, body swapping going on, which means we are talking about the uh, 17th episode of season two, which is entitled Holiday. And I'll give a quick rundown of that. The SG-1 team finds a strange alien lab and discover a very old man named Marcello. He tells them that he has fought the gold for many years and has technology to defeat them. He shows them a device, ostensibly a weapon, and while handling it with Daniel, receives a shock. They take him back to the SGC to be treated by Dr. Fraser. Daniel also seems to be acting strange, but chalks it up to being tired. He leaves the SGC while Michello is left on life support. Once out in public, it becomes clear that Daniel is not Daniel. His mind has been swapped with Michello's. Michello befriends Fred, a panhandler, and together they feast on hamburgers and ice cream sundaes, all charged to Daniel Jackson's credit card. Meanwhile, back at the SGC, Daniel has awoken in Michello's body and is able to convince Jack, Sam, and Teal'c of the body swap. They go back to the lab, and while recovering the body swap device, Teal'c and Jack accidentally get swapped. After Michello is arrested and brought back to the SGC, he reveals the device only works one way. He, can, he offers to decipher his encoded computers for Earth to fight against the Gwald, but says he cannot help Daniel. Sam comes up with a solution, and the team plays Musical Bodies, swapping one to another until they are all back where they should be. Michello, now unable to reveal the secrets of, of his technology, as he is on death's door, thanks Daniel for his holiday and dies. It's a nice, uh, happy ending right there. <laughs> oh. um, so yeah, what were your uh, thoughts on this episode, Father Corey? You know, this is one of these, it, it's a long trope. Of the body swapping, you know, Freaky Friday is one of the movies that, you know, you might think of that. Of course, sci-fi's used this all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, this one is fun, not so much because of the story itself, but watching Christopher Judge play Richard Dean Anderson and Richard Dean Anderson having to play Christopher Judge. Yeah. That right there was was worth it. I mean, that, the whole episode. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, it's funny looking at the uh, Stargate wiki about this page, about this episode, because you look at the list of, you know, Richard Dean Anderson as da-da-da-da. Michael Shane says da-da-da-da. Christopher Judge mm-hmm. is da-da-da-da. Amanda Tapping is Carter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's the only one who doesn't swap. 
But yeah, yeah. This, it, this is one I, I, I enjoy, but just because of watching the actors playing the different roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really what makes the whole episode, I feel like. What about you, Lisa? Well, I don't know, Jack. I just can't even. <laughs> uh, are, are, are we not doing that anymore? No, no, sorry. No, sorry, Rick. I know you enjoy the... But no. uh. <laughs> yeah, the highlight for this episode is Christopher Judge. Yeah. Honestly, just just getting to see mm. him, you know, break out of that tilk mold and just kind of be flip as as uh, O'Neill is just the best. But you know, yeah. otherwise, it's just one of those fun one off episodes that you know. I'm sure they had a lot of fun making, and it's kind of fun to watch. But it's it's not one of my favorites. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he really gets the the mannerisms down well. Oh yeah, that was fun. And I know uh, we were talking uh, before we started recording, Victor, but you said this was the absolute worst episode. So I want to I want to know why you uh, hated it so much. (laughs) Well, I don't know, Jack. I can't even. Um, (laughs) No, it's just it's just boring. It's like and there's just so much like wrong with the episode. I think the holiday refers to like the show's writer, director, producers. They all just like took a holiday I just like get, walked away from this episode for and just let it happen because uh, nothing happens. I mean, it's like, <laughs> and uh, we'll get into it a little bit more. Like the choice to cast, um, you know, Michael Shanks as as Michello. You think, oh, there's something interesting there. Like he and Daniel Jackson. That's actually Daniel Jackson. No, nothing like that happens. Mm. There's a lot of like continuity goofs in this episode that shows that you know they they just didn't care, and it is very fun seeing um christopher judge play jack that's like the best part of this episode and what are they like they immediately euthanize that by like oh no now you need to meditate and that just sucks like all the joy like i don't know if they needed i don't know i'm going on but (laughs) i'll let everybody else talk about this yeah i didn't remember watching this episode and as soon as i started watching it i remembered why Mm. Yeah, I, I don't remember this episode from the couple of times I've watched through SG1 either. I mean, this is it really is not a memorable episode at all. And I think it really suffers following upon um, a matter yeah. of time because that is such a good episode. Mm-hmm. Having this come right afterwards really uh, deflates it, I feel like. But um, you just pointed out that Michael Shanks also played Michello. I did not realize that until you just said it. But I was wondering, like, as I was watching the episode, I was like, wow, this, oh, this no. guy does a really good Michael Shanks. So yeah. <laughs> well, there's one point where, you know, he Michael Shanks changes his voice for that character, but there's one point where he loses it. And it's like, that is definitely Michael. I mean, I knew it was him, but it's just like you could hear that was it absolutely was Michael Shanks. Mm-hmm. You know, just at one point, whether it was intentional or just on an accident, he slips from his false voice into his Daniel Jackson voice, whether that's his real voice or not. I don't know. But. Yeah. It is an interesting choice to have Michael Shanks play Michello because, I mean, he's not supposed to be the same person or related to him, or you're supposed to know they're different people. So it is it is an interesting choice to have him play the person who Daniel Jackson's personality goes into. So he's not supposed to be Daniel, but he is the character actor who plays Daniel. <laughs> Yeah, I was. They couldn't even bother to hire a guest actor. That's like the extent of the holiday here. It's I I know they want to give like Michael Shanks more to do. Like he's like, I can play lots of people. I can play an old version of myself. And even at the beginning when they first meet him and they're like going back and forth and he's like, you know, Michello's out of his mind. And he says, you know, Daniel Jackson says, I am Daniel Jackson. And Michello goes, 
I am Daniel Jackson. And you're like, oh, this is like Daniel Jackson from the future. But no, that would have been cool if like they had swapped bodies or something and hadn't swapped back and Machella went back in time or something. And then they found him again and created a bootstrap <laughs> paradox or something. But nothing like nope. that happens. They just like swap bodies, you know, a couple other people swap bodies. They futz around, you know, Machello eats some, you know, hamburgers, like you said. And uh, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, nobody shoots at anything. Nothing explodes. And in a show like SG-1, that's just unforgivable. And there's <laughs> there's a ticking like clock in terms of Machello, yeah. his body dying. But they don't even mm-hmm. that they don't really make it urgent. It's like he like um flat lines a couple times and they shock him back and he's okay so there's never really like that sense of urgency like oh we have to get this done it's like right we'll get around to it soon but you know mm-hmm. and they they try to manufacture that with the fact that like you know Kilk as a jaffa needs to meditate jack doesn't know how to meditate and so they have this great scene like where like it like you know Kilk is imitating uh you know christopher judge is imitating richard dean anderson and it's great and it's like put the brakes on that we all need to like go into a dark room and look sad because tension or something right. yeah. See, i was i was afraid when they had that scene that there was going to be something like the symbiote would tr- would be starting to reject o'neill's uh, consciousness i thought they would go something like that like i said i didn't remember this episode at all so it's like oh are they going to do something like that where the reason why he's getting sick is because the symbiote is rejecting o'neill's consciousness no you that just would have been even more you got a space bug yeah yeah it's like oh he's just randomly sick now for some reason yep. yeah right. it would have been would have been cool if the symbiote imitated Richard Dean Anderson somehow. They could have it done that. It would have been cool if the symbiote got its mind changed over. <laughs> Someone was yeah. acting like a ghoul. Yeah. 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 And we didn't know Cal Noreen before this. Oh, is this the first mention That's of it? The first mm-hmm. mention. And I'm thinking, oh, how do we get okay. a year and a half in before realizing Teal has to meditate? To... Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, that's such a part yeah, of his I'm character. I just came up with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it plays an important part later on, but. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, another creation. Yeah, you're right. That is that is there. There is another. Oh yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say no. That is interesting though. That this is the first mention of this. Um, because huh. I, I I think we did know that he meditated, but they didn't give it a term and they didn't give it a like it was this important like there's something you must do on a regular basis type of deal. Mm-hmm. I feel like they just didn't. They also didn't really balance this episode well in terms of what they were going for like i feel like they should have gone more with the fish out of water comedy with michello if that because they have like that as a decent chunk of the episode mm-hmm. but they don't really do like they do like a couple scenes of this like he goes to the diner and then he gets arrested like they should have done like multiple different like scenarios where he was getting like doing wacky things like i feel like that would have been more interesting than just like yeah one scene it's like I grew up in Ann Arbor. I've been to San Francisco. Like people like Michello, they just walk the streets. Mm. Like, oh, I want a hamburger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is what is money? You know. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I love the um, I love the scene though, where it's like, let us feast. I'll pay for everybody's feast. You know. Mm-hmm. Let's feast on me. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I think they definitely should have leaned into comedy, and uh, you know, the writer of this episode, Tor. Alexander Valenza actually wrote, like I mentioned before, the Ergo episode. So he can do mm. like a funny episode. And I think they should have just gone full comedy on this one. Yeah. I also am wondering, like, when Michelle is in Daniel Jackson's body, he's acting like Buddy the Elf. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. if he's this like hardened, like, 
warrior who's defeated the gold and is like one on their most wanted list, he would have a bit more savvy, I feel like. Yeah. Santa's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do you not want to give my you friend? the other? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's an angry ghoul. <laughs> but they, <laughs> they do have another kind of ticking clock, too, which is like they, they want to be able to decipher Macello's uh, Apple Newton yes. before he dies. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and they can't figure out like what the icons mean, which is like me using uh, Ubuntu for the first time. But um, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one who noticed that that obviously was an Apple Newton yeah, in another shell. It, it definitely I mean, was. It very clearly yeah. was. For those who don't know, Apple yeah. Newton was Apple's first attempt at what became the iPad eventually. It was yeah, uh, uh, back when the Palm Pilot was the hot uh, personal digital assistant. Uh, Apple tried to make their own version, and it, it sold moderately, but not well. Yeah, their old school PDA. Yeah, the first first product to attempt um, like handwriting uh, detection. So you would write your your handwriting on it and it would use optical character recognition mm -hmm. to to uh, determine what you meant. And so there's a you know great Simpsons episode where, where Nelson, uh, the bully, is is writing beat up Marth uh, or beat up Bart on his uh, uh, Newton. And it, it comes out like eat up Martha. Or <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, so they, they can't figure out the icons, which probably led to the the downfall of the newton as much as anything yeah, probably that's also one of those like cryptographic problems they try to bring up in here where i feel like you just i mean obviously now it would be easier you just run it through some like machine learning and eventually it's going to figure it out but even then i feel like you could with enough time piece it apart fairly easily especially because it's using an alphabet that you already know yeah, it, he did say it yeah. was a code, but, you know, we've had code breakers since, you know, code breaking machines since World War II. I think right. they could, you know. But, and of course, you know, like you said, you got the ticking clock, though. They didn't have all the time in the world. You know, they had to. And who's to say they don't after this anyways? So. Yeah, they, they do eventually decode some of it, and it leads into another less than thrilling episode <laughs> for me. But we'll get to nice. that in another uh Another few weeks. Another Michello. But yeah. wasn't there a stasis pod or something on the planet? Yes. He was in stasis. So doesn't that kind of negate the ticking clock in a way? Because right. they well, can't they, just send him back there and hook him back up. They well, couldn't they, figure they, it out, though. Yeah, that yeah. Sam, Sam, they because they, they hung, they kind of hung a lantern on that about, oh, well, he must have been in here. But then we tripped him off when we let, when we uh, stepped out of the Stargate, we tripped him off. And so he woke up. Well, can't we bring him back? Well, I don't know how it works. And that's literally how they left it. Yeah. Which every other time they don't know how something works, they figure it out. Get at it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or take him to the gamekeeper planet and like shove him into one of those pods yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> you can spend an eternity like t teaching them how the symbols work. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. I don't even know why they brought that thread up because they immediately drop it. Like, I guess it's just so they could get back to the planet to get the body swapping device, which yep. looks like one of those like old, old timey, like the train cars, you know, when you got to push oh, back yeah. and forth to mm -hmm. go yeah. on the railroad tracks. And cars, yeah. <laughs> My but, favorite is when they said, maybe you have to switch sides to get yeah. it to work. And I forget which one of them just reached down, like pushed a button and just the, the handles just <laughs> yeah. swung around. I'm like, how did like, what? Oh, I thought it was like on a on I a think cart and it on a turned. Table, yeah. I was, was. Oh, I thought I thought it was just the top part. That's that's no, I think they actually like, just turned the cart. Like, 
Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? either way, it's like like you could just take two steps. You oh. don't have to. Yeah, I had to laugh too. I mean, they show up in full, you know, Kim Warfare gear, and they've got these handles, and it's like that's not going to help. Zap. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like pick it up so from the bottom. Pick it up from like down below. Yeah, anywhere else but the hand. Uh, yeah, I know. Then they would have yeah. switched bodies, and it would have been fun. Yep. And then it leads to like the the most anticlimactic like goose fox grain problem. You know, where you're trying to cross the exactly. the river or something, and <laughs> yes, and it's like, oh, okay, well, we'll just figure out some permutation of the five of us where you know. And that really doesn't sort of logic puzzle. Yeah, and so his whole. Yeah. I guess it's his his built-in security for it is that you can only transfer the same mind into a like one mind into one like a one-to-one transfer one time right. and it cannot be reversed but if you like play round robin with it and transfer mm-hmm. it to a different person it's going to work so it doesn't really that that also doesn't make sense but they don't even try to explain that yeah well again and the it, fact that carter took it at face value like, she's the one usually trying to figure out all the things right and she's like you can't just reverse it oh no we're, we're done i mean it just you know yeah it felt very <laughs> yeah <laughs> just we're all just sitting around waiting right <laughs> yeah well you, you had to well you must do like, a certain order or this person must ha- you know be standing <laughs> on one foot when they grab and you know <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think it was an attempt at comedy that just kind of fell flat. Yeah. 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 They they didn't do enough with it. You know, they they could have had like everybody trying to guess like whose body was was whose or something. And the, every science fiction show eventually does the body swap episode. And I think in almost every case, it's been done better than than this one. I mean, even the Voyager episode, which I, I watched recently with, with their family was, you know, where the the doctor gets put into seven's body. Oh, I mean, even that yeah. one, as cringe as that was, was, was better than this. I, I, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I was just thinking, I'm kind of, <laughs> I was thinking if this, this episode had been made today, somehow one of the men would end up in Carter and there would have been comments about that. See, I feel like, yeah, if this episode had been made today, they would have specifically avoided that. But I was surprised they did not do that. Like I was expecting that to be one of the permutations and have some like, you know, dumb off-color joke made. Well, this is what it means to we be a woman, huh? Oh, we we could have gotten like a funny update on Carter's monologue from the first episode about how just because her, et cetera. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure this yeah. was probably this was probably an idea from first season, and Carter was involved in the switch, right? And then it got next yeah. pushed back, and then by then they're like, oh well, let's maybe not go there. Let's avoid that one. Yeah. <laughs> So lots, lots of goofs in this. Try and guess if Michello's wearing a full like respirator mask or if he's just wearing the tubes going up into his nose because <laughs> it changes back and forth <laughs> within the same scene. Oh, nice. I didn't yeah. notice. <laughs> I didn't notice any. And then, like I mentioned, our, our son who was on last week, he's like, wait a minute. He was just wearing like the gas mask and now he has the tubes. I was like, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're right. Wow. My kids didn't want to watch this one with me. When it came on, they're like, oh, which episode is it? And they sat there and they went, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Stretch it out, Machello. So, so yeah. we've got uh, Dr. Frazier um, spouting out the, oh, who we are is really just neuron pathways line. It's like, um, no, we're a little more than just chemical electrical signals in our brain there's a lot yeah. more to being human than just that 
But of course, you know, that's kind of the 1990s, this is how the brain works type of mindset. Yeah, the re reductive materialist point of view. But do you get a... Also, uh, Fraser, I did appreciate Fraser at one point. She says, he's non-responsive. He's in, he's in a coma. And I was like, how did she know, like, what I was doing <laughs> watching this episode? <laughs> nice. Was this uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hammond got a good line, though. A little. Hammond got a good line when uh, O'Neill in the body of Tilk wants to go looking for uh, uh, Marcello in the body of Jackson. <laughs> uh, Hammond goes, you're really not in your right mind, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is this episode uh, so painful? Or you're really you not. No, sorry. Right? I said it wrong. You're really not yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. I was going to say, it was this episode uh, so painful for, for you, Victor, you had to go into Clean O'Ream to get through it? I I did. Like, my my symbiote was screaming. <laughs> my inner symbiote. No, I mean, it's, it's there are, like I said, I don't want to take away from that scene in the briefing room where, where Christopher Judge is playing uh, Jack, because that's that's a delight. I mean, that just, that can redeem a lot of the episode, yeah. but the fact that they so quickly, like, just, like, throw a wet blanket mm -hmm. on it is is um, inexcusable because it was, it was really fun. I mean, Christopher, we, we need to see more goofy Christopher judge like that. No, yeah. Now knowing that they didn't even hire a guest actor for uh Michello, they just put <laughs> yeah. Michael Shanks in like a, an old makeup and a, like a uh -huh. bald wig. I don't know why they didn't just do the thing where instead of having, they didn't even need Michello in this episode. What they should have done is have like all four of them switch their bodies with each other like have them go in and have like the device like knock them out and then when they wake up they're all switched and then have that be the episode that would have been much more interesting and a lot more fun yeah or even even like the consciousness of Machello could be there but like jumping between the four of them and so they don't know at any given moment like right. who has Machello. right that would have been cool too yeah i feel like we do this later on Probably I mean, yeah, something like that or something. That, that's, yeah. a, that's another episode yeah. that another plot line that you see in sci-fi is the so Jack. You just came up with a real positive about this episode that the makeup was so good. You didn't even realize it was, it was Michael Shanks. That is true. Mm. I feel like maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention, but <laughs> I, I feel like the makeup looked pretty good. There's a positive. There you go. Which also makes me wonder why did they put so much effort into putting Michael Shanks into makeup if they put so little effort into the actual episode? <laughs> they had to spend their money somewhere. Well, then you wonder, honestly, that's why he wasn't in the previous episode very much was because he was prepping or, you know, had so much time in this episode. Yeah, maybe. I don't know how these contracts work. You know, how they decide who's how much time everybody yeah. gets. I mean, this this definitely was a filler episode. I mean, that's that's pretty clear too. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So as, as yeah, and I, I, oh, go ahead. And I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was because Michael Shanks wanted you know more to do. You know, if you knew the history of like why he left the show for a season, you know, he he may have been looking for ways. I don't know if this is a case at all to express like widen his range on the show as as an actor and stuff. So it could have been like, oh yeah, okay, well we got you can you can play the naked alien and you can play the old guy. You know, we'll uh, we'll let you do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe because right, he does Thor's voice later on too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get that in some shows, like especially like in a later seasons of Next Generation. Brent Spiner just wanted to do 
things other than data and so you get episodes like masks where it's just him like going off the wall and i feel like those episodes are literally just let's let brent spiner be weird for 45 minutes (laughs) hey fistful of datas was great i love fistful of datas yeah i mean it's and also family i think when it works it's fun but yeah when it doesn't it's painful (laughs) yeah so yeah uh did uh, y'all have any other thoughts on this uh, episode (laughs) Well, you know, you can tell how exciting this episode was. I was looking at what the title is, is on our language. Of course, the title is literally from like the last word that Michello says. Thanks for the holiday and mm-hmm. died. In German, it's Seelenwanderung, which is soul hiking. In Italian, it's Inversione di Corpi, which is body switch. Much. Oh, oh and then okay. Hungarian Russians both translate into day off. I think soul hiking would be a really good name for like a ska band. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would be an excellent <laughs> name. <laughs> um, and I did, I did like the uh, uh, when Fred was talking to uh, Michello in the diner there, uh, asked if he fought in the Gulf against Saddam. You know, of course, that's very yeah. timely. And of course, shortly before this, I was in the Gulf in the service of fighting against Saddam, just not with weapons at that point. So, nice. oh, wow. So it was uh, early 1998. I was over in Saudi Arabia with the Air Force. So. Oh, wow. Interesting. And that's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Lisa? Well, we didn't talk about Fred. Uh, yeah, he, he was a good character. I will say he, he added some levity and he's a he's an actor who works a lot. Mm. If you look at his um, IMBD profile. Uh, in second, I thought of you, Victor, while watching some of this episode, because I don't remember how many episodes ago <laughs> you said, you know, the whole, no, it should be Daniel in Carter shipping. And there were some yeah. scenes in here that were a little like she was so concerned. And I'm like, oh, Victor's going to say it. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. That must have been when I was looking at my phone actually yeah. during this episode. <laughs> I was like, doing some last minute uh, holiday shopping of my own. No time for holiday shipping. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was that was about it. I got it. This one just, you know, yeah, yeah. A little more Christopher Judge to lighten up. I I love that. You don't. we don't see enough of that. Yeah, no, No, we don't. Yeah, that that makes the episode for me. I feel like Mm -hmm. just that. What about you, Victor? I think I've said everything I'm going to say about this episode. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's unresponsive. He's in a coma. No, no last minute. Much <laughs> He's in a coma. <laughs> nice. Fortunately, we get really good episodes like a matter of time and uh, the Tokra yeah. and stuff like that to really to balance these duds out. Well, we have so, an episode some... in a couple that might challenge this one for worse episode. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Oh no! Let me let me flip ahead yeah, here a little bit. You said this was it. This is not the worst episode of season two. There's Let's one see. Oh no! I have to be <laughs> sick that the, the white man group. Oh oh. <laughs> uh, if Which I episode could talk is this? To the plants. Walk with the plants. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh no. Yep. Oh no. It's a horrible oh, no. episode. But we've I only triggered. got a couple more episodes, so we go back to Woodstock. Yeah, that's true. Then we yes, yes, yes. That one's a good one. Oh, that one's a okay, fun good, one. Good. 
Good. Nice. I just put the duds here towards the end of the season. So yeah. would you uh would you pick this over emancipation though? I was thinking about that actually, that very question earlier, and <laughs> at least stuff happens in emancipation. <laughs> None of it's good. What about fire and but water? it's like yeah, it's like would I rather sit on like the side of the interstate and watch cars just drive by uneventfully for an hour, or would I rather watch like a horrible car wreck, assuming no one got hurt? And you know, <laughs> probably I'd watch the car wreck. <laughs> assuming no one got hurt, or you know, and everybody had their insurance paid up and everything. That's a it's a good analogy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We, um, oh, we have some feedback. Did you did you see the feedback? Oh, I did not. Oh, okay. Hold on. I thought I was in in Slack. Just a second. Pause this here. Yeah, we'll uh, cut right here and jump into it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was actually some good feedback. Not not that we get bad feedback mm-hmm. ever. I mean, all feedback's good feedback. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Oh yes, here it was. Uh, this feedback is from jpo2 on twitter and they're talking about the episode bane that's the one where where teal is turning into a uh, an insect Mm -hmm. and uh the feedback from jpo2 is i like this episode the bugs are awesomely disgusting we see teal being vulnerable for the first time and the little actor who plays ally oh teal and the little actor who plays ally have great chemistry mayborn acts like a jerk and daniel gets shot with a water gun what's not to love and I think we also heard uh, from feedback from another uh, listener mm-hmm. who mentioned that at the time they squirted uh, Michael Shanks with the water gun, he was not aware that there was water in the water pistol. It was supposed oh, to be nice. empty. So when, uh, yeah, so so that was his uh, honest reaction. And I guess that's why it, why it plays out kind of like an honest reaction to being shot by a, a water gun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was that was a fun episode. There's a lot of, a lot of little uh, nuggets in there that are fun. Yeah, I think I was unduly harsh on it, you know, when we watched the first time having watched this episode now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could go back and revise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is like your new low point. <laughs> Until we get to the, the <laughs> just, I can't even. <laughs> One false step. One false step. Well, that's a yes. uh, week after next, so. Two more episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that, that episode's going to break me. I'll I think you're already right now. Can, can I just yeah. say that when we watched it with the with the kids when they were little and we we popped in all the DVDs and we ran them, we totally skipped that episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's I a first first. <laughs> no, it's a first episode, next generation episode, our first season, next generation episode, and that's like pretty much where I, where I would put it. It's that's, that's low praise. It's yeah, code of honor. But really not as coherent as Code of Honor. <laughs> yeah. I guess we should have let you watch it without us telling you what we thought first. No, it's great. You'll love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, pay attention to the subtle nuances and all the people dancing around like mum and shots or something. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So in two weeks, uh, <laughs> yeah. myself, Lisa, and Father Corey will not be in the episode. It's just going to be 45 minutes of Victor <laughs> ranting about uh, one false step. <laughs> yeah. That might be pretty entertaining. <laughs> They put chemicals in the water, and that's how we get one false step. So on uh, that note, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're uh, if you're looking forward to that and uh, 
would like to support us in uh, in Victor's rants, uh, like yeah. like these uh, these very special people here. Um, we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for that, um, including uh, Andrew H, Carl W, Catherine L, and Paul R. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of Stargate and all the shows at StarQuest. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. And be sure to follow... Uh, be sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or on the SQP and YouTube channel. And to find previous episodes of Secrets of Stargate and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com slash Stargate. And you can email us at stargate at sqpn.com or follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com slash StarQuestMedia or on Twitter at sqpn. You can also join the StarQuest fan club mailing list by texting StarQuest to 66866. Send StarQuest to 66866. And we'll be back next time when we'll be discussing the next episode of SG-1, Serpent Song. Until then, Father Corey, thank you for joining me and sharing the secrets of Stargate. Thank you, Jack. And Lisa Jones, thank you as well. Thanks, Jack. And Victor Lambs, thank you too. Thanks, Jack. And once again, I'm Jack Barazzini. Thank you for listening to The Secret to Stargate on StarQuest. Anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think? <laughs>